Welcome to Behind the Name. We are your hosts and my name is Nikita De Haan. And my name is Ireneo Snell. And in this podcast series, we talk with female athletes about their lives and their personal brands. Let's get ready. In today's podcast, we have two very exciting guests, um, Sabrina Lucy and Maxime Benning, both players for Feyenoord. Thank you for joining us. It's always good to have players in our podcast that are good friends of each other. So thank you for coming. Thanks for having thank us. You. Um, so you're both playing for Feyenoord right now, right? But you have a, a long history uh, with each other, your friends. Can you tell us a little bit more about your history together? Um, yeah, we went to school, I think, um, we started at FC Twente, uh, I think more than 10 years ago, um, and we went to the same school. Yeah, we were at FC Twente on a training camp or something like a tournament, yeah. and we had to, to share a, a room uh, with each other. And so that's, a, I think, a little bit the start of our friendship, in pre-season it was, so yeah, that was our first time we met, actually. Yeah, and then we went to school, high school together for three, four years. And after that, we went to another school. So, yeah, we w- went, we had a lot of time together. So what what age did you meet then? 30, 30, 40 years old. 13, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And now we are 25. So, yeah, it's a long yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> and your paths crossed again, because now both, yeah, as Nikita said, both playing for Feyenoord now. For me, that's amazing, because I've been a lifelong fan of Feyenoord. Oh. And now, just only only two years ago, the, the women's team started. So what was for you the reason to choose for Feyenoord? Um, yeah, I played uh, for Pek Zwolle. I had a really good time there, but I wanted to make a different step. Um, Feyenoord was uh, starting. Yeah, Feyenoord is a beautiful club. So it's such a big club. I went there for the first season and you came at the second season. So yeah. this season, yeah. Yeah, I played uh, 11 years for FC Twente and then I moved uh, to Excelsior to just play because at FC Twente I didn't play that much anymore. Um, so I just chose to go to um, yeah, a lower team on the list to play again and to show myself. And um, it worked out as I hoped. So then Feyenoord came and um, yeah, I was yeah, surprised that I could play again. And it was funny because uh, Maxime and me, we had a, a conversation in December last year and we talked about like it would be so nice if we play one one time together again um, and then like one month later I got a call from uh, my uh, agent and he said like Feyenoord is interested so I told Max and um, yeah it was uh, it was nice and now we're back together. Really nice to be together again and how how is it to play for such a well let's say young team recently started? For me it was the first season uh, It was really special because everything was new. Uh, We were building and now we are still building. But there are high expectations because Finals is a big club. So we have to get the points. Um, So it's a little bit more pressure this season. Yeah, it's such a big club and you feel it every day when we are there. Um, On Falkenord, it's like, it's Feyenoord. And that's what you're feeling all the time when you when you are there and like Mark says there's a lot of pressure on us because we have to be this be at the same place as they did last year because they did very good last year so the expectations are like maybe higher than last year because they were new um so yeah we're working hard to uh, to achieve that too 
Of course, they invest a lot now in the in the women's team. Do you do you see anything back from that investment? Yeah, but Ajax and PSV and FC Twente in the league, they and Fortuna as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, they uh, have a bit bigger budget than yeah. we have. Uh, so yeah, it's difficult for us because Feyenoord is a big club, and everyone expects a lot of us, but we are not like. We're not, yeah, no. we're not yet at the same page as the top three to say, like to call that that way. But I feel like every year they put more effort in it and more money and to yeah, yeah improve be, and to, yeah. to also be there where they are now the bigger clubs. Yes. So it just takes time. And you played against Ajax a few weeks ago in the Johan Cruyff Arena, and you broke a, a record. That that must have been exciting. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was so special, and I yeah I think every no one played for so much people, um, so it was very special, and I goosebumps, yeah. Maxime scored a beautiful goal, probably the most beautiful of her career, or wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was a beautiful goal. I didn't uh, know that I, the ball was in the goal. <laughs> exactly, I saw the goal and I was like, oh, it didn't look like you knew you scored. No, so everyone was very happy and also nice yeah. to see. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It must feel very different uh, with all the fans in the stadium. Did you feel that on the on the pitch as well? Mm, no, yeah. When we walked in the stadium and was like, oh my god, it's so big, but it's so cool. <laughs> I think it was actually nicer that there are so many people. Yeah, I wasn't scared. No, not scared, but I was like kind of. It was kind of weird that all these people coming for us, like we're just girls playing football and then you have uh, like 30,000 people more, I guess, um, in the stadium just watching us. And that's just, yeah, it's just weird because we're not used to it. I played in Champions League uh, with the Twente uh, against Barcelona and then we had 15,000. Uh, so that was my most of people uh, I played for. So it was like the double. So it was it was so special. Amazing. <laughs> and because I, I can imagine the, the media exposure before the game uh, was very, very big. Did you um, see like changes in your personal brand and your following on, on social media as well? Um, no, not really. Um, there was a lot of media attention, um, but we were just cool with that because we were the underdog and we can, yeah, like Ajax was the, was the team who had to win, of course. Um, so we were like easy and just focusing on the game. Um, and for me, I didn't see um, yeah, a different uh, difference between my, uh, my, my following on Instagram, maybe three people or something. So not that much. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, it was the same for me. But uh, when, we, when I started uh, at Feyenoord, then I get a lot of followers extra. Yeah. Uh, so then you saw... That was a little bit of point for, okay, fine, it's a big club because people are going to follow uh, me more, but not for the game. No, uh, true. And I feel like when everyone knows how we play, when like they all watch the games, not maybe live or just the highlights, but they all know when we are at the club, they know how we played and what the result was. So, yeah, everyone knows. So, yeah, they they look at it, too. You, you can also feel it when you walk in in the city. I don't know if you are living in Rotterdam as well, but if you are walking around and then some fans said, hey, good luck at the game or oh, good result last weekend. Do you hear that on the street? 
Yeah, I heard it sometimes. Yeah. yeah, when I was with the uh, train to the city, someone said to me, yeah, it was not a good game my last weekend. You have to do better uh, this weekend. <laughs> so, yeah, it was funny. Or in the supermarket as well. Yeah, not that much, but sometimes no. it surprised me that people just say that. They recognize you, at least. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit, yes. But not that much. No, not that much. <laughs> And not uh, not famous yet. No, you no, don't no. feel famous. No, 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 no. <laughs> you you think it's because it also got a lot of exposure uh, worldwide, which is very interesting. Do you think it helps to develop women's football in in the Netherlands? Yeah, for sure. I guess it's very important to develop the women's football in uh, the Netherlands, and we broke a record. So yeah, it's it's good that we did that because the next game, next big game. Um, doesn't matter who, who the teams are, but they have to break it again. And then, yeah, we get like, yeah, many records, hopefully, and many like a full stadium, hopefully one day. So I think it was uh, it was good. Uh, yeah, how Ajax did that. It's also a good bridge now for the development to, to, to development in different countries that you played in. Because Sabrina also, um, also represented the Tunisian national team, right? Yes. And Maxime, you played you played in England before. Mm-hmm. How would you compare? Well, let's first start with the development. The development in these countries in comparison to the Netherlands. How would you compare it? Um, yeah, in Tunisia, the women football you can compare it with the, uh, with how we have it here. Um, the competition is not that good. The league is not that high. So many girls who are talented, they go to, to go to the outside to uh, play in Morocco or Saudi Arabia. Um, so, yeah, many te- uh, girls of my team, they play outside. Um, so, yeah, I, they are they are having to make many steps to, yeah, to improve. Um, but I think when we are doing great as, as the national team of Tunisia, then the federation sees that it's need. Yeah, they have to. They have to. Um, so yeah, they can make many steps. Yeah, now in England I played I think three, four years ago, so it's a little bit long time ago. But I think at that time the Eng- English competition was better uh, than the Dutch competition. I think that they grow more. Uh, the Dutch like the Dutch competition. Um, yeah, it's so big there on social media. At that time I remember there was a uh, about Eagle Tea, uh, about mental health, not only football, but also uh, things around football that's also important. I think in England they do that more than here. So th- I think that's a little bit different, but yeah. You can see it now, well, if you compare it maybe a little bit to, to how it is nowadays, the media attention, is it much, much more than uh, in the Netherlands? No, I don't think so. At that time, yeah, I, I only can speak from that time. Uh, mm-hmm. but I don't think so that there was more, uh, yeah, social media attendance. But now they invested like quite a bit in in women's football. Um, you see that England is investing a lot. Do you think we can we can learn from that from in the Netherlands? Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's a little bit hard, I think, because in the English competition you have such a big uh, clubs like Arsenal, Manchester City, Manchester United. We don't have that in the Netherlands, so many big clubs. So the clubs in England, they are already richer than, or have a bigger budget than in the Netherlands. So it's, that's a little bit hard, I think. And that's a difficult point for yeah, Dutch clubs. 
Yeah, we have. I think we have a big difference between like the top four, five in budget, and then we have like the lower teams. They don't have that much money, so it's like logic that they can buy like big players or from the outside players. Um, so that's why you see the difference when you, yeah, when I play with Excelsior, but some girls playing for free there. So if, if yeah, that's insane if you think about that. Um, if you compare that to Ajax or Twente or PSV or maybe Chelsea, Manchester City, you yeah you can imagine this. Um, so I think we can improve the Dutch league. Um, yeah, absolutely. Step by step, and the media attention at least for the game that uh, against Ajax that already showed that there is interest mm-hmm. in, in 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 female football and women's football in the Netherlands. So that's good. So hopefully. Uh, a few more clubs wake up and at least put a little bit bigger budget um, for the women's team because that will already make a, a huge difference, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But I also see a, a, a change in the, um, the marketing of, of the Eredivisie itself and how they market the, the female teams. I see a, a change in that and I actually like it because it's, it, I feel like the awareness is, is bigger now. And they market the women's football in the Netherlands quite good. How, how do you see that? Um, yeah, I think they there's a big difference between like three or four years ago uh, compared to now. Um, yeah, like, uh, for example, the games who are on live TV on Sunday, that's also a big difference because people know and they watch um, we, we play many games on Sunday um, because I, ca- I guess Feyenoord is interesting to play and it's a big name, so they want to show that too. Um, so that's w- one of the big things. And uh, the marketing is also, it's, I think it's, it's better now and um, they are doing this step by step too. Um, and it just needs time to grow more, I guess. Yeah, and they take it really serious. The, like the <laughs> social me- we have a social media uh, person who does everything us on Instagram now, TikTok as well, yeah, Twitter I think. So yeah, there, there's an extra job to grow the yeah the attention of uh, of the club and at the competition as well. Yeah, true. I think Feyenoord takes it very serious uh, with the media and they are really want to reach a lot of people. Um, and I think they're doing quite well at this point. Does the club also expect you to to be part of it or use your own social media to to reach those fans? For a personal account, they are not uh, saying you have to post this or whatever. You that's your own decision. Uh, but you sometimes you have to do something for Feyenoord uh, for the Feyenoord account. Yeah. You, but you you both have your um, own personal Instagram account. I saw that Sabrina, you already have quite a lot of followers. How did you uh, well, build that following base on social media? And did you see, for example, a change when you started playing for the Tunisian national team or when you started playing for Feyenoord, like Maxime already mentioned before as well? Um, yeah, I saw a big change um, in my following when I played for national. When I started to play for national team of Tunisia, especially when I played the African Cup last summer, I got like I think maybe four thousand four thousand followers um, more than uh, I had, and I feel like they're so um, yeah they just so aware of the national team. Yeah, especially when we played the African Cup, uh, many people were like 
sending me DMs and personal messages. And um, yeah, they were like with us in this tournament. So I saw a huge difference. And also when I came to Feyenoord, it was also like growing again a little bit. Um, so yeah, I saw a big difference, yeah. And Maxime, did you see, well, you said from Feyenoord, you saw already a huge impact from the time that you were still playing in England. How was the fan interaction there differently? Because Sabrina already said, okay, I got a lot of private messages, DMs on Instagram. How was it for you during your time in England? Or do you see, hey, it's more now? Yeah, I think um, when I came to England, yeah, obviously there were a little bit more followers. But I think at that time uh, in England, they didn't use a lot of social media, that kind of stuff. So I didn't grow there like with followers or something like that. Only what I said uh, when I came to find out, yeah, it's, it's grown a little bit. And do you feel, because Sabrine, you told us that you had like some messages from fans and stuff. Do you feel... Like now you're playing for Feyenoord, but also for the national team, um, that you are an example for, for some people? Um, yeah, I think, yeah, we are example for the new generation. Um, I think, I've, yeah, I feel like uh, it's, it's my responsibility to uh, be a, an example for young girls, especially in Africa and Tunisia. Um, and um, yeah, obviously also in the Netherlands, but I think it's a difference in Africa, Tunisia. So I think I can be a bigger example there to make all the people proud in Tunisia with the national team. In what way do you set that example? In what way do you want to influence them? I want to inspire them because the national team, it's like back after... I don't know, three years in 2020, I came with the national team for the first time and they start like building a new team. So I'm part of building a team. And that was for me very interesting to be part of that. And I think before that, the girls didn't have a dream to play for the national team one day. And now we are a generation who show Tunisia that we are here and that we are like we were back after 14 years in the African Cup. So it is so so long time ago um so yeah i think we um, show them that they can reach this too and i hope we can do this for a long time and then the new generation will uh, follow us and and do you also use your your personal brand and maybe your social media or other things you do in in your daily life to show them that yeah, of course, I recommend everyone to follow their dreams and what they want to achieve in their life. Um, but I'm not, yeah, I'm not doing like posting this, especially, for example, I'm not doing that. You do share, um, for example, I saw the other week a delicious recipe, or at least the, the meal looked delicious. So you're sharing this kind of stuff on your social media. Why are you posting this kind of content? Is this also a reason because you want to inspire others to eat healthy or is it more because you really like to cook or? Um, it's kind of both ways. I really like to cook. It's my second passion after football. And yeah, I also want to inspire that healthy food isn't boring or always like veggies or something. So I want to show them that you can also eat healthy, but in a nice way. And yeah, with those kind of things, I'm trying to post this on my uh, Instagram, um, on my Food by Sub Instagram. And I'm having a website where I post blogs and the recipes. 
So I hope in the future to continue this as my job uh, when I finish the, my career. Um, so that's why I post that. You want to become a nutritionist in, in sports or um, do you want a, a chef cook your Michelin star restaurant? <laughs> um, I think I want to have a big platform where I can yeah, reach many people to make videos like a podcast, for example, writing books. So I want to have like food by sub as a big platform with many things I do. So maybe one day a restaurant or something like it's I don't know what, but I have many ideas what I want to reach. Um, but that's after football. So um, for now, I'm doing this and this is where I have time for. So, yeah. Amazing, amazing. And to end this podcast, um, I would like you to tell each other, well, share with us, to tell about each other one outstanding personality trait. So all our listeners can learn something new from you, something about you that, that most people don't know, but that you know because you know each other really well. Um, okay, it's like more like a funny thing. Um, much people don't know this about her because she's always laughing in inappropriate moments. When you can't laugh, she's always laughing. And the the bad thing is that I'm laughing too, so we're always with each other, like laughing in appropriate moments. So um, I think she's very honest. That's like a quality of her. She's always honest, as you will never turn around what she wants to say. She's always to the point. I think that's um, one of the things which describes her personality. Uh, what I thought about Sabrina. Um, yeah, we spend a lot of time with each other. So like we go to the city or whatever and she's walking really, really slow. So I always have to wait for her. And I said, go move a little bit. She's like in the, in the pitch, she's fast. But off pitch, she's walking really slow. It's annoying me a little, little bit. But yeah. Uh. <laughs> That's nice. I think she's just saving all her energy for, for the game or the practice. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> yeah, must be. Well, thank you very much for sharing your stories, sharing your opinions with us. It was amazing to have you on the show. So thank you. We will um, def I'm definitely going to try to cook one of these meals. I'm not going to promise it's going to be as good as, as you made it, Sabrine. I think you can do it. <laughs> I, will, uh, I will send a picture to you or I will yeah, share sure. it on my social media and then you can, you can judge. <laughs> that would be great, yeah. And yeah, well, thank you very much. Good luck with the rest of the season. I hope you get the best results, of course. Thank you. Thank you for yeah. that.